0: Hey there, if you like hearing me every single week and you like playing video games, you should check out our other podcast on soundbite.fm, the Nintendo Dispatch. Join myself and my friend, Michael Rivette, each and every week as we break down the latest and greatest in the Nintendo news, new releases, and just chit-chat about the games that we're playing. Hit us up at nintendodispatch.com or search for Nintendo Dispatch in your favorite podcast application. Frank, something happened about three years ago that changed my life when it comes to life work balance. Do you know what that is? Hmm. Three years
1: ago. So that's not meeting me. Um hmm. No, no guesses. Your your life changes a lot. So I just assume this happens on a yearly basis. What happened three years ago?
0: <laughs> well, about two and a half to three years ago, I should say, a big company acquired the company that I worked for. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Gotcha. That one. Something then dramatically altered because I was working from home for about three and a half years when I worked Mm. for Xamarin. And for a while, I decided I was going to keep doing that. And I had a great office set up. I was really happy. And then as I started to manage more and get more involved with the product, I felt as if I needed to be in the office and I was like, how do I get an office space? Because whenever I would go in, I didn't have a dedicated space. When I would go (laughs) record the Xamarin show or podcast, I call myself a lost puppy on campus. I would go in (laughs) and we have these tiny little phone rooms that you can reserve for an hour. And when I was done recording, I would go room to room to room, trying to reserve an hour all over the different buildings. And I was just like, I feel lost. I feel like I don't belong. So after months, I was able to lock in an office desk, and then I started the daily commute, the daily grind, Frank, back and forth, back and forth to the office, which I hadn't done in about, what, three, four, four years, four and a half years to have a daily commute. (laughs) It it, It really disrupted my whole entire life work balance, to be honest with you. So it had me thinking about maybe us talking about What we do on a daily basis when it comes to like our home office, our work office, life work balance, and also just kind of all the complexity when it comes to having a day job that requires a bunch of equipment and then also a life kind of balance where you don't want that stuff on that machine. I don't know if that sounds interesting (laughs) to you. Office space, work-life balance.
1: All right. Tricky subject. I don't know why I'm saying tricky. Um, (laughs) I think it's because like it's something you're always questioning, just like you, you know, Um, I, even though, um, I've worked for myself for a while, I have actually had an office space also. And at different points in time, it actually required a commute over, um, the same bridge that you have to take, but I was going in the opposite direction. I was going from Redmond into the city. Mm. And um, so like, I really asked myself back then, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Cause I'm running my own business. I can have an office technically anywhere. Why, why am I doing this? But for me, it was, um, I, I wanted that mental separation of um, this is work and home is life. And, um i've mostly kept up with that but the truth is they've really blended these days so fun topic
0: i had yeah i when i first started working from home i never worked from home because when i tried it in phoenix when i was working for canon i would get kind of i didn't have the setup right we were all back in the day i didn't have laptops i had big tower at, 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 the office and I'd have to like VPN in remote desktop in, I didn't have the same setup or the same power and my internet wasn't that good. So this was a decade ago. I just wasn't in the place where now I just have a laptop that sits at home. I can take it with me. I could bring my laptop back and forth between the office. If I want to, I'm in a lucky state where I have two work laptops, actually keeping that in, in sync is a little bit tricky, but thankfully mm-hmm. Git handles almost all that. But when I started to work for Canada, I was like, I don't like this because I did have an office like room, but I just didn't feel productive. And then I went back to work where I would go into Kirkland every single day when I worked for Seton. That felt okay because I had my own office, my own space. And then when I started to work for Xamarin, I was in that space again where they're like, well, unless you want to move to San Francisco, we're not getting you an office space. So work from home or work from a coffee shop. And I tried the coffee shop. Did you try coffee shop work for for a while? I've tried it several times, but it
1: never stuck as in I tried it once and said, no, that was terrible. (laughs) I get distracted so easily. Mm. Um, That's one thing I really appreciate about an office is being able to shut a door and not talk to anyone and not interact with anyone. Because... Oh my God, I don't know what the term is for it, but you know a squirrel runs by and i'm I'm, I'm watching that squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> so yeah, my ideal situation is a matte black room <laughs> with no lights and just a computer monitor <laughs> and that would be ideal um, but it's it's hard to come by um, so uh, the topic of hardware um, really is a tricky one for me because I like to have computers all around me. I'm such a nerd. Um, But I did used to have a great trick, and I would put all my best hardware in the office. And so that was kind of the bribe to myself to go to the office, because you always have this debate in the morning, like, do I shower, put on pants, and go to the office?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or slash not? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the advantage of doing something uh, such as the coffee the coffee shop one it's free. You're going to drink coffee anyway. So maybe your, okay. your work day is $3, but of course you are limited, right? You're going to have a laptop. It's not the most powerful thing. My, my coffee situation. And I do want to talk about the, I do want to talk about the, the power house have being in the office. Cause I'm, yeah. I did the same thing, but it backfires on me, which is funny. But the coffee <laughs> shop problem is that I like working on my laptop, But then after a few hours, you got to use the bathroom. You feel bad because Mm -hmm. the baristas are like, is this person going to leave? And then if you got to use the bathroom, you're going to entrust, you have to wrap everything up or entrust some random stranger to watch your laptop, which I've done for other people, but I definitely don't want to leave that around. Uh, so that was always my problem. But the, the thing with the powerhouse is, is this, I have my work laptop, Frank, and that's my main, I even have a surface dock and everything set up but the problem is my main tower desktop has 32 gigs of ram has a brand new graphics card has everything but it's my my home personal computer it's my game computer my podcasting mm-hmm. computer my non-work computer and i started working from home recently so i'm kind of going in reverse order but then i was like man i don't i want to take out my laptop i want to plug it in i was like everything runs faster on the supercomputer, but it's not my work computer. So I shouldn't actually use it. So that was my backfire of setting that up to be my, my powerhouse in my, in my office.
1: Interleaving conversations here. I have to go back to the, um, leaving your computer with a stranger. I actually have absolutely no problem with that. The thing is, it's just so socially awkward for me. I'm like, Oh, I don't really want to like burden someone. And Mm. You no, know, yeah, I just feel bad more than anything. But if I didn't care about burdening someone, yeah, whatever. A stranger's probably not going to steal it. Most people don't steal things. <laughs> so that's fine. Most people are good. Most people yeah. are good. I want to
0: believe. <laughs> I want to believe.
1: Uh, my professional hardware thing backfired on me too, or my, my cool hardware thing, because I bought this new Mac and I keep the Mac at home. And it's way better than the one in the office. <laughs> so, oh, the 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 trick is failing me, but I haven't been able to convince myself to put it into the office. So it's kind of funny when I go to the office now. I have a non-retina screen. I'm like, everything's so blurry. I can't see. My life is so hard, James.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the the thing because I'm assuming. Can you describe your 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 at home setup and your work setup? Because I'm I'm actually very interested in this.
1: Uh, it's not complicated. At home, I just have the um, iMac, the uh, cool, sexy black one, um, and it has the Retina screen, which I adore, and it's a nice big screen. Uh, at the office, I have the same one, but with the non Retina screen. They're both very powerful computers. Um, you know, all the compilers and everything run fast on them uh in the apple ecosystem though uh the new iMac's the only one with USB-C so at some point the old one's gonna have to go unfortunately but we're not there yet we're not a USB-C world yet
0: (laughs) so how often do you find yourself going into your private office versus staying at home and has that changed over time
1: oh yeah ups and downs all the time um like I said, it used to be a commute for me. So I used to have like a schedule. I'd go into the office three times a week. And that was like my tough work schedule, you know, <laughs> keeping a straight face. Um nowadays it's just more like um I want to concentrate on something without a lot of distractions or anything. And um back in the day, um, I think the trick was I would work too much. <laughs> and that was the idea. So um if I leave the office, then I'm not supposed to work anymore, and it was just a way to force myself to not work too much honestly because i I tend to do that a lot and um so anytime I'm working from home, that's basically uh means I'm working too much
0: <laughs> yeah that that's the that's yeah. the grind right because when you're at home and your work computer is there and it's staring you in the place oh, I can just look at one more git issue mm-hmm. oh, I can just do one more commit I can just do one more thing. And that seemed to be my problem because when I started to work from home from Xamarin, I was in a very small you I think you saw it, the one that was by City U downtown by the Space mm-hmm. Needle. Oh that yeah. yeah, you might you probably saw my my office desk. So imagine this tiny five hundred square foot apartment and it's very open concept. So the bedroom is separate, but it just fits a bed. Like that's all it can really <laughs> yeah. fit. You can barely walk around <laughs> Classic
1: it. Classic Seattle. Yeah. Classic
0: perfect. Seattle. And then in the living room, I had my couch on one side, my TV on the other side, and there was just enough room to fit my standing desk. And it's a small standing desk, not those huge ones. It's maybe I'm looking at it now, three and a half to four feet total in in width. And that snugged right between my TV setup and my kitchen and everything was open. There's no walls. So it's, like, here's a TV and here's all of my work that I could be doing right now. And if you live by yourself, like I did, it's really easy to just keep working. I mean, you can just keep going because it's right there and you're like, Oh, I can just do this one more thing. No one's going to stop me and I can stay inside all day and I I never have to leave (laughs) Amazon prime, everything. It's a funny mixture of, uh, guilt and joy. (laughs) Cause I think like,
1: uh, I think, like me, you in- enjoy this job <laughs> you, you mm-hmm. like doing it, uh, and then there 's the guilt side of I have a million open source projects that I should be working on right now, and so it 's so easy to uh cross that line and just do too much of that now. The good news is, um I am quite lazy and i 'll work on a lot of like uh dumb new ideas and things like that, just practicing and things like that so when I say I'm working all the time, I don't mean to say like I'm working on the right things either. So uh when I talk about having focus at work, that's something else too. Like I block Twitter and things mm. like that.
0: It sounds like you said you're are you are more focused in your private now, is your private office it's just you. It's not a private we work shared space. Is it like a proper room with just you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, just me. Yeah. There, there's me and the cement trucks that make a god
0: awful sound. <laughs> so. Have you tried open like shared spaces like a we work or anything like that previously? they don't
1: work for me very well because of the squirrel problem i can't mm. help but to you know it's it's bad like i eavesdrop but i'm not like i don't care about the conversation i just can't not like if someone's talking i have to pay attention it's just you know it's a fallacy it's a break in my head <laughs> so i need that uh dark black room with buffers sound buffers everywhere <laughs>
0: Now, was that different when you worked at Microsoft or other companies? Like, did you have shared space or did you have offices? I know nowadays at Microsoft, at least not everyone has their own office. I don't have my own office anymore. Most of the buildings are in these things called neighborhoods. So it's about 10 people that are supposed to be in a team. So we can have the Xamarin, Visual Studio, Unity, some of the Mono team and one team uh, sitting in this neighborhood. So it's still open, but it's not you know, when I worked at Xamarin HQ, you'd walk in, there's 150 people in one room. That's open, (laughs) open. This is shared, smaller spaces. So did you experience that at all? Like not in your, you know, private gig?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Early in my career, I was in um, a giant office space with cubicles, a giant cubicle farm. And I kind of loved it. (laughs) Um, I love artificial environments, and I thought it was fun. (laughs) And there were neighborhoods and the weird people over there that did this thing and the weird people. So I don't mind that. Uh, When I talk about the black room with the sound dampeners, that's just ideal situation. Mm. Um, I think if you're going to get paid in this job, you have to learn how to work in an office. Uh, But at Microsoft, we had offices with doors but most people shared offices and when i was there you typically shared two people to an office i guess things have changed they do that semi open office plan as you were describing i don't i i kind of like the um office mate thing because they naturally become your friend you always have someone to go to lunch with even if you don't like each other you're just like well don't have anyone else to go to lunch with. Let's go. <laughs> so I've I've always liked having an office mate. That never really bothered me.
0: Yeah, I, I when I worked at Canon, my first office mate was Anne and she and I shared an office and they had it. It was almost like a mini cubicle inside of a room. So there was a separator between oh, yeah. the desks, <laughs> which was nice. And we eventually did. I don't think we ever moved into a cube farm. They were going to, I've been in cube-esque farms and i actually don't mind them. i don't mind no. the shared space at microsoft either. if i'll tell you when the, the ideal scenario here is if i'm working on a team or i don't even have to be working with my teammates in that room, but if i am working on a project where i can slap on headphones and just go. like if i can just work on my computer. the problem frank is that microsoft we love meetings like all the oh time gosh. <laughs> meetings. as a pm meetings all day. Right. so this is disruptive. I think I've cracked it after a year and a half because I I used to have my own office at Microsoft that I shared with Andrew Hall. And that was cool because he was never there. He had another office and another building where his team was at. So I was just by myself and that was cool. So I could k- take all my calls and I'm on the phone four to eight hours a day at work. And when I moved into the shared space, well, the problem is, is where do you take that call? Because you don't want to distract everyone like you were saying, that, you know squirrel. You don't want to start talking in the middle of this big room, and we do have private rooms and offices. The problem is that there's also a bunch of other PMs in the room, and we're all on calls all all day. So we're back to that lost puppy syndrome where people are trying to snag rooms and and you know lock them in, and the developers need rooms. They need to do stand ups and remote stand ups. So for me, it's not necessarily the problem of getting the room. It's that. I got to detach my laptop, the resolutions change. I got to go over here. I got to grab, do I grab a headset? You know, it's, it's, it's very, uh, uh, like shattering to your day, to be honest with you.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. I haven't had that experience, but you are, uh, making me reminisce about cubicles. And I think for sure, cubicles are better than a shared space because I think in a cubicle, if you're in one of those meetings, you can just, have on a headset and just speak softly now and then because hopefully you're not talking that much during a meeting. And so I think it just kind of works better. I don't know, I'm biased maybe because, I don't know, I just, I just love cubicles. Like even in my own office, I was like, what if I put up cubicle walls? (laughs) There's absolutely no need for them, but I just, I kind of love that environment. And for us, I don't know what environments you've worked in, but anytime like you had a phone call or something, you know, you just put it on mute for a second, run out of the cubicle farm into a common area and then go chit chat there. But I I guess, yeah, if you're in meetings all day, you don't want to be doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, and and I will say it. I don't have complaints really about the space. It does work because what I do now is I have my Surface Book plugged in all the time to my monitors. And I have a small MacBook, my MacBook Adorable, which we all know and love. That is my go-to meeting laptop. I can take it, run away with it. It's not even plugged in HDMI. So it's, it's literally my on-the-go laptop and that's really worked well for me and this seems to be only a p at least in my situation somewhat of a problem because there's so many pms in the room it's not typical i know every every team's a little bit different and i I did like the cubicles that that little separation is good but now i feel like our monitors are so big that that becomes the barrier you came into the office (laughs) i think you were sitting across from me or maybe clancy was I couldn't even... He was trying to talk to me. I was like, I can't even see you, man. I don't even know what's happening.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have these huge 26-inch dual monitors, you know? So yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That That's when you put the noise-canceling headphones on and zone out for me, though. That's just yeah. block out the world. I, I have to do that in a shared space. Um, it's funny that you uh, mentioned laptops. Ever since I got the the, the pair of iMacs, I, I don't really use my laptop anymore. Mm. Um, that was something... When I was commuting, um, that was a, a pretty quick thing I wanted to ditch. I, I, I hated carrying the laptop like in a backpack. It was just dead weight, something you had to remember to constantly have. So having the two computers was much better, much, much better. Um, you know, the the trick now, though, for me is it's not laptops, it's, it's devices. Because if I'm going to work on this app today then that means I like to be able to test it on this device because, you know, iCircuit, it still works on, got iPad 2 pretty much. And so, you know, I need to have that puppy around and I don't have that many iPad 2s. I have one. <laughs> so uh, that that's still something I have to transport between the two places if I decide to work from home and things like that. Uh I find that a little annoying, but that seems like a really, really dumb thing to whine about
0: <laughs> i for me it's it's it is very interesting that you bring up that topic. It's not only that where I do have a bunch of different devices at at the office, and sometimes I'll just carry those in my backpack twenty four seven but it mm-hmm. happens to be that I have special builds, like internal builds of of things it's a it's oh, a slight God. annoyance because like yeah. i I can get on v p n but imagine that at home. You have the latest version of Xcode, like all the internal bits. Then you go into the office, you're like, cool, I'm going to work on this. Oh, wait a second. I need to use all my bandwidth. (laughs) I used to be so.
1: It's the sync problem. I I, I used to be so good about virtual machines. Um, Mm. At some point, I had a good religion about it. Like, this is my dev virtual machine. This is my whatever virtual machine. And I would keep those environments. And I could technically transport those environments to different computers and run them there. And then I just got tired of the complexity. (laughs) So now I rely on Dropbox and Git and all that for all my syncing needs and all that. But um, that was a cool time because I had a lot of control every over everything you know I could keep testing on snow leopard you know very old versions of Mac very easily because I just had a million images all up to date but for that OS version and I mm-hmm. do I miss having that rigor um, because that made sharing on different computers very easy
0: gotcha yeah I, I always thought about not only just having my VM but like you could put that VM on a on on a, on a you know, USB external hard drive. But exactly. I, also then, I do that. Yeah. 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 And you just carry it around with you. Like, here's my computer. But then if you lose that hard drive, that's a problem. But I also thought about using like a virtual, like in the in the cloud Azure one. And then you kind of use your your local machine as a dummy head, just remote desktop into it. Have you ever tried to think yeah. about that? Complete separation. Uh, and I-
1: I, I do do that too, um, especially when I do Windows development. Um, I do I use VMware Fusion as a virtual machine, but to be honest, um, sometimes I just don't like how the virtual machine behaves because of the. Hardware abstraction, like the graphics doesn't just run at like full speed, you know, it's subtle things. Uh, So, uh, or like a case, if I'm doing neural network stuff, like I need a GTX video card (laughs) and that's just not there. And so I do um, VPN screen share. What do you call it? Remote desktop. Mm -hmm. I do do that a lot for um, Windows development just because I like being on a real computer devoted to windows. It just, everything just runs a lot smoother.
0: The also nice part about VM, whether it's up in a cloud somewhere, just on a US a USB drive, not only yeah. the complete separation one, it's not, ta- it's not destroying your machine with a bunch of clutter, you know, new versions of visual studio, new versions of Xcode, uh, but it's that you can roll back something goes wrong you know all these things you can you can have it so it shares and looks at your local machine so if you want to have one true source of git for instance you can point it at and that is a really clean separation i guess the only thing that i have an issue with is performance in that case that it's never going to be to the metal like running on my machine
1: yeah and it's a it's a Stupid trade-off we have to make, so the VM is always a tiny bit slow and just not quite as fast as the machine really could run it if it was running it natively and uh, the alternative is you go through terrible jPEG compression over a remote desktop <laughs> that uh, can decay. The nice thing about the remote desktop though is um, you can just have these headless computers, so I actually have a couple um, just cheap pcs mm. that have um those little fake HDMI stubs you have to put on a windows computer or else it doesn't boot up correctly Mm. (laughs) Mm and using the right video card. It's a really weird edge case thing, but if you don't want to have a monitor plugged into it, you should stuff something into those ports. And so you put one of these in and that way I can, um, remote desktop into them.
0: Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. There's so many little quirks to these weird kind of at home remote setups. So I guess, My question to you, Frank, because we've been chatting about this for a bit, if you could go back in time, because one, you obviously have to, I don't have to pay money for my office. So to me, it's a nice space where I can separate my work. I do have to drive all the way to Redmond, fight traffic back and forth. That's probably the worst part of it. You don't, I guess you can one wheel around, but if you could go (laughs) back or even now, do you think you would still pay the money for this private office space like is it worth it at the end of the day for you like if you're like i'm a brand new developer going for it
1: um if you're talking like from a utilitarian perspective could i have utilized that money for something else um I have no idea.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think just um, for 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 your yeah. No, I, I know what balance. you meant. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll you, could, there, you could I buy promise. a new you could buy a new <laughs> graphics card. You could buy a new computer with that money, probably. Yeah, exactly. More more garbage. <laughs> yeah, I really don't need any more.
1: I swear. Um, you, you know, the office for me was always um, it was both a carrot and a stick for me. It was a carrot because I tried to make my office really comfortable and a place I wanted to go. So I have like a nice couch. I have a refrigerator. It has a little coffee maker. You know, it's nice. Um, But then it's also the stick because it costs money. (laughs) Yeah. And I always took that more like, um, I need to make, I need to make enough money to the point where the office doesn't feel like a big expense. Does that make sense? It was like the office put my monetary budget in perspective for me. Like I wanted to make enough money where this office was not, you know, a drop in a pond, but not the whole pond for sure.
0: Yeah, it's almost a goal for you to be able to balance it correctly.
1: Aspirational office.
0: (laughs) Aspirational office. We just found the title for this week's podcast sponsored by frank krueger who does an amazing job of coming up with, with titles aspirational office home office i love it well
1: it really is it just yeah i don't know i don't know what that says about me but i i like that i i want to live in a world where i can afford an office and so i make i i live in that world <laughs> so it just seems so it's just messed up dude i don't know I like it. It's nice. It's nice to have. It's nice to get out of the house because honestly, you shouldn't spend all day in the same place. You should go insane.
0: Well, let's talk about that because you've obviously worked only at home. You've worked in an office. You have this split space. Let's talk about that life work balance. And how do you separate that out? Like if you go into the office or you're working from home, how do you, you know, separate those things, those worlds? I don't know. How do you, when you get home, do you have any desire to do work? No, not anymore. Oh, yes, I do. I can't help it. I love it. So there was a few different things that I did. So today I work at home. I work from home on Mondays and Fridays because I have really early meetings on Monday and I can't get into the office that early and I want to stream and I do this podcast and on Friday I want to stream as well. So I I have a nice flexible that I can go in and out and just mark things on my calendar. The problem that I have at home, so when I worked at Xamarin, I made myself do something on my lunch break every day. So I was working from home five days a week. I was single at the time. And I said, I need to get not, It's not only because I was single, but also because I was home alone. And I, I know myself where it's too easy to just stay inside all day. I can look outside. That looks great. Oh, the sun's down. I'll just stay inside. So I made it a point where I said, okay, I'm going to work at home. So in the morning, one or two days a week, I'll go get a coffee. I will go leave the house, get a coffee, and I'm going to split that, not every day, but I'm going to do that because I I want to get out of the house in the morning. So it's nice a nice little routine I'll, Then I'll make my coffee mm-hmm. at home the rest of the day. But more than anything, I always made sure that I took a proper lunch break, even if I wasn't eating out because I didn't want to eat out every day. But what I did is I said, Hey, every day at noon or noon 30, I would take a 30 minute break. So it wasn't a full hour. I'll say, I'm gonna take a 30 minute break. I'm just going (laughs) to put on my shoes, right? I'm going to go outside because I had a morning ritual. So what I did is every morning I would get up, I would shower, I would make breakfast and I would make coffee optional or I'll go out and get one. But I had clothes on. I was good. That was my ritual. I said, I couldn't, I can't start my work day until I've done that. That way, by lunch, I didn't have to think, do I have to put on clothes? Do I need to shower on my lunch break? No, no, no. Everything is good. So I'm going to take 30 minutes. And I'm just going to walk. I'm going to have a new destination. I'm going to walk out my door. Yesterday, I went left. Today, I'm going right. Uh, and it was that easy to sort of make that break point in my day to say, you know what? Boom, I'm good to go. But to be honest, <laughs> I struggle with that at the office, to be honest, too, because when I look at my work day, I have some work friends at work, but I drink a Soylent every day at the office. I don't go and have lunch very often, so I don't often take a lunch break. So I'm struggling in the office to get out of the office, which is, which is <laughs> uh, I think, problem. I probably had that office when I worked in a regular office back in Phoenix. I bet I had the same thing, but it wasn't as pervasive because- Uh, now I'm moving all over the place and I kind of feel like my desk is a home base, but I did that at Xamarin that 30 minutes. And that was something that was like, you know what? I'm going to go out, going to get some sun sunlight in because I'm not commuting today and good. And, And that, that helped me a lot to do that separation during the day. Uh, and I'll close before. I continue to talk forever because <laughs> I'm very passionate this about the greatest monologue. Yeah, <laughs> because I did this other thing is I found myself talking back. What we talked about is continuing to try to work at the end of the day is I did have the separate work computer and the separate home computer where I said, I'm not going to work on email or Slack messages or anything. So they're not even going to be installed on my, my home computer. What I would do is at the end of the day. I said, I'm done, right? This is, it could be four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. Whenever I'm done, I shut the laptop, I power it down, I power down the laptop, shut it down, and turn off the monitors. And just not having that welcome screen or having it on or seeing it open was a deterrent to sort of separate that night from the work day. And those were like my two things that I did. Woo! Ooh.
1: Awesome. You're welcome. Yeah, um, I, I I love your thirty minute breaks. Those are perfect. You need to do lots of those. I think I was. Um, I, I have a funny thing where I really like to live in a boring part of town, but have an office in a fun part of town. There you go. <laughs> or like have a good reason to go to the fun part of town, and so that's actually what I did. I had um, my office in the part of Seattle that I liked being in the most. It was it was my favorite part of Seattle. And I didn't live there, though. (laughs) I lived far across the water. And eventually, like I moved around Seattle, but I'd actually never ever have lived in the same neighborhood as that office. And I never actually have lived in the same neighborhood as the office. And that's because... The whole thing about getting out of the house is, I want to go to a different neighborhood and eat different food. I don't want to eat the same food all day. Yeah, it comes down to food. Now that I think about it, really, um, <laughs> I want the variety of you know what's around, what's available, so that during those thirty-minute breaks, there's something interesting to go see. And I think that's the trick when you're in a large office complex, a campus, as you will, um, (laughs) is that there's just not variety. It's just the same building over and over again. And I think that's what can be a little distressing and annoying. Um, But Microsoft has those commons and those are kind of funky and weird, but I bet you even that gets a little stale after a while.
0: Yeah, it it becomes a point. There is a lot of cool things to do on campus. You can just go outside. I, I work in 18 and 16, 17, and 18 are connected in a circle, so you can just walk that circle. That's really fun. That's when you see me and maybe JB walking. That means we're having a deep conversation, and that's kind of my fun part. Is I love when <laughs> JB grabs me. Know, and, and this may be an encouragement: is name hey, you drop. Wanna, you want to go for a you want to go for a walk. You know, just come. Let's go hang yeah, for a walk. Nice. You know, nothing you're doing right now. You, you're not in a meeting. Just come for just come, come for a walk. You know, spend 15, <laughs> 20 minutes and and come talk it out. And that's yeah. really really fun. But you, you need someone to. To do that, whether you're the person doing it or hopefully encourage someone to do that, or or put it on the calendar. That's another good thing that I've done uh, before see, is schedule time for myself.
1: <laughs> oh, that seems a little 1984, but okay. I know. <laughs> Live and die <laughs> Just by the calendar. Take the time, take the time. Skip a meeting. Oh my god, they're not going to fire you. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, I I have one more problem before we go. We're we're already going over a little bit, but um, the trick is um my hobby is also programming <laughs> and so there's that just complicates the split even more so when you say like um at 5 p.m. i quit work and i'm done working and for me that usually just means i switch to the ipad <laughs> cuz mm. usually i don't want to do a lot of productive stuff on the ipad so if i if i do want to do something on the internet then it's just iphone and ipad um but i do like to hobby program and so that's tricky so i define work as um either i'm doing maintenance on a current app or i'm working on a potential new app that really potentially will get released and isn't a complete flight of fancy you know and <laughs> it's not a, it's not a one day idea thing but it, it's tricky to separate those two worlds uh on top of it all
0: yeah I, I i agree with you the the biggest problem that i have at the end of the day is that i do want to work on all that stuff but how do i mm manage that at the same time, I guess. And (laughs) and I do, I will say I do honestly in that situation where I was shutting it down, I was shutting the work computer down because I had the work laptop. And if I needed to, I had my entire desktop. We didn't even talk about like our proper office, office desktop, but I, I would have a switch that all the HDMIs would go into a switch and I could one button click to swap over from work computers to home computers so i had this button i would press it and it goes bloop and it goes up that's cool everything's changed very batman yeah i like it felt good i love it (laughs) yeah you can buy these little uh, hdmi switchers that you can have multiple in and one out and you can just toggle on it so so it's really nice and they don't even require power or anything it's just swapping of the signal out of magic it's actually yeah It's like actual hardware. (laughs) Yeah, hardware swapping. And they're cheap. They're like 10 bucks. And it's a good way to cleanly separate the the two worlds together. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think we have one more quick topic before we go. Hit me. And that is, which place has the more comfortable chair, home or the office? Office. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because Microsoft paid for the chair. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> <just> so, <laughs> so I, when I started working from home, I bought a standing desk and I stand, I stood when I worked at Xamarin the majority of the day and I continued to do so at Microsoft. Now I do have a chair here, but I only bought it because I was previously using a stool to, to code on at home because That's I was cool.
1: like, it's fun. Yeah. It's painful armrests or
0: no armrest, no armrest, like a or little no back, no
1: back. Oh stool. God. Like a. Oh, no, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, That's bad. So that's why I bought a chair, a cheap $30 chair on Amazon, which has a back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it has armrests. Yeah. It's adjustable height. It's pretty good for 30, 40 bucks or whatever it was. Just whatever the Amazon yeah. basic is. That's all I do because I'm like, I want some back support. But even right now I'm standing uh, and, and I, I like to stand. So to be honest, it doesn't really matter where the chairs are at. It's more of a supplementary chair. It's a yeah. aspirational chair. how about about you how about you
1: um i've tried the standing thing and i actually do kind of enjoy it i find that i'm just kind of lazy Mm. (laughs) i just want to slump in a chair a lot and um so i also have the amazon chair it's good it's fine it's a little it's it's a, it's and bouncy a chair. in places. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it sits <laughs> um in the office I have a chair that I should have replaced 10 years ago but haven't because I'm dumb. <laughs> and so actually um I was promising my mother over <laughs> the holiday break that I would buy new chairs cuz I was complaining about my chairs. <laughs> she's like how much money do you spend on computers? And I'm like this amount. And she's like how much do you spend on chairs? And I'm like zero. Haha.
0: And she's like buy a stupid chair <laughs> yeah buy a chair well and it's very important you need that lumbar support you need you know all the good things yeah so you definitely need to to to, to hook it up and and i do have a nice one at my it's okay the one at microsoft but again i have a standing desk so that's really my that's my jam at, at the at the office but cool yeah. yeah i was just curious chairs are on my mind chairs are always on my mind you know when you you know, when you've been sitting on a terrible chair all day. Oh, I know. Like when I was on the stool, you would get up and you're like, Oh, this was a mistake. So <laughs> that's um, terrible. I, I'm old. That's you know, I did I
1: the ball for a while. Uh, I, was, I was bouncing on the ball. It wasn't bad. I
0: think I just got bored with it. Yeah. My friend has one where you, it, it has no back, but you kind of kneel on it. Like you, you, you sit your butt, but you're your knees go down it's kind of weird it 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 makes yeah, it's supposed to be I, I think i've seen them i can't do that it, my knees are bad anyways like more but. of a squat
1: you're squatting all day
0: <laughs> yeah not about that squatting chair life not about it all right <laughs> look at that we talked about 40 minutes about i don't even know i don't even know offices. Stuff how offices.
1: silly we are
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, let us know what kind of office you're living in. If you've tried to work from home, didn't work for you, or if you like an office, places you go. I tried to research a lot of this when I first got started and I just was like, I'm a cheapo. I'm just going to work from home and not pay for anything. I think that's legal. God, tough it out. Tough I won't out. go insane. No yeah. way. No cabin fever over here. Definitely a struggle. Yeah. And let us know how, how you coped with it. Go to mergeconflict.fm. You can hit that contact button, send us an email. We love that stuff. You can hit us up on Twitter at conflict. Confl- yeah. Hit us up on Twitter at MergeConflictFM. I'm James Montemagno. He's at Proclarum on Twitter. And something brand new, Frank. You ready? Something brand Mm. new to end the podcast. Ooh, I'm excited. I like it. Yes. What do we got? So you know that we have our Patreon. You know that. Yes, I've heard of it. You can go to Merge. I'm just kidding. I hang out on the chat channel. Yes, we have a Patreon where you can become and get access to exclusive goodies and get some swag. Support the show really more than anything. That's uh, MergeConflict.FM slash patreon you just find in the show notes Mm -hmm. but you're right we had this exclusive chat an exclusive chat frank
1: Mm -hmm. only the cool kids (laughs) now anyone who uh anyone who is a patron uh got access to this chat and it was fun it's uh it it was especially fun during uh lightning round weeks where everyone just has crazy ideas but it's also just a fun place to talk about the episode and keep keep up to date and everyone gets to self-promote their fun fun little time for a community
0: yeah we have not only just a general chat but we do have places where you can self-promote or ask coding questions you know frank and i aren't there to answer your questions but we are around to chit chat and talk about fun stuff Uh, and i have discord open for the the nintendo dispatch podcast too so i'm kind of more active on there and discord's fun Even though it's yet another chat application, there's cool tie-ins with Patreon and channels and things and video. It's very nice. But we decided just today, after talking with our Patreon subscribers, we said, hey, what if we just open this puppy up for all of the amazing Merge Conflict listeners? But we're still going to do something exclusive. Oh. Right. Exclusive for our patrons. Whoa. Right. (laughs) <laughs> okay so it's open it's open you can go to merge open Con- open you can go to merge conflict.fm discord that'll give you an invite link it's set up join up come hang out with us but if you are a patreon subscriber you get cool badges and an exclusive chat area just for patreon subscribers so boom what do you think
1: awesome. Yep. I, I I love this. Um because it's a pretty big community and I think so far I've mostly interacted with the community on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so which isn't a great conversational platform. You always feel bad for spamming Twitter. And so it's great. Um you know, Discord's the modern IRC or or I love to chat channels. <laughs> yep. No, it's not true. I usually block them out during the day, but you can always tell if I'm chit-chatting, that I'm procrastinating on something. So you can always ask, hey, Frank, what are you procrastinating on right now? So that that's fun. Uh, this is super cool. I'm glad everyone can uh, hop on in.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm super excited because it's going to lead up to the next lightning talks in a few weeks and we're going to have so many great ideas. I can't wait for that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do we have a regular recording schedule? If only we did, James. But usually we just go on and say, hey, hey, hey!" Yeah. <laughs> in 15 minutes, what are your favorite topics?
0: <laughs> that's, and that's the good thing about the the Discord is that you get these notifications. You don't have to scroll through your Twitter feed. It's more of a conversation platform. It's easier for us to find stuff. But we do love Twitter. We do love all the other areas you can find us. So definitely check us out at merchconflict.fm. And there's even going to be a Discord button in the top right. So Give that a little look. And it's in the show notes. It's everywhere, Frank. It's just everywhere. Cool. So, all cool. Right. Links everywhere. Love it. Well, thank you, Frank, for talking about your office setup for the last 40 minutes. Hope everyone found this super helpful. But until next time, this has been another Merch Conflict. I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace.